Hello there. Welcome to the Team Building Show for Canadians. I'm your host, Danny McKay. Uh, here at the Team Building Show, it's our mission to create high-level conversations, give you actionable concepts for you to go and implement in your real estate business right away. And uh, before we dive in here and get going with our great guest we have standing by, I wanted to just remind everyone, go check out our website, teambuildingshow.ca. And if you're uh, if you're watching it, it's not up yet. I mean, we're on episode four, so it's about to be up and uh, we'll have a bunch of our audio uh, shows on there that you'll be able to jump on and uh, watch or listen to anytime you want. Um, also, be able to subscribe to our list there so you don't miss out on an episode and you'll also get access to whatever else we're rolling out content wise and uh, and all that stuff as the show grows. Um, like our Facebook page, if you're watching or listening, go check that out, Team Building Show for Canadians on Facebook, and you can uh, subscribe there, like it, so you never miss a show that way, um, as well as on YouTube, uh, iTunes, wherever you're listening to your podcast uh, shows, you can go check that out there as well. So go uh, like or subscribe wherever you can, leave us a review, make some comments, uh, ask for some uh, some specific guests you might want or specific questions you want answered, uh, feel free to jump on and uh Join in the fun there and let us know your feedback. We'd love to hear that as we uh, continue to build out this show. Um, today on the show, we've got Josh West from the West team out in Ottawa. Welcome to the show, Josh. Sandy, thanks for having me, man. So let's start out, give, uh, give the viewers and the listeners here a little bit uh, of a background, who you are and how you got got started in real estate and you know sure. what's your real estate story? Sure. Uh, well, I've been licensed since uh, 2007 and uh, what got me into real estate, I was working in... I uh, live in the dream, working in restaurants and bars till 4 a.m. And uh, at the time, I think I was 28 and I bought a house. Um, and then, you know, you, you wake up one day and you realize that this just is no longer the life that you want. So I got my real estate license. I asked my buddy who was a, who was a realtor, you know, who I bought. Actually, I bought my house from him. And uh, I said, how was that? You know, looked, looked pretty good. And I just jumped out of bed and said, like, I need to change my path. Um yeah, got my license, you know, struggled that first year, struggled the first two years like everybody does, but, you know, just grind and grind. You know, being 28, I realized that uh, the only way that, that, that I was going to be successful in that business and not fall into that high attrition rate was to learn, you know, master the craft, be better than everyone else. Uh, I knew that, um, you know, someone who was 55 who might have looked a little older than I did, you know, with the same with the same education, has a better chance. So I knew that I had to be the expert the best I could, um, and I just started diving into all the stuff that you could. Right, learn the scripts, learn the dialogues, um, learn everything about houses. You know, right from the building of them through, you know, the repair costs of things. Um, from there, we, uh, you know, um, 2012 was probably where I started to get my stride. You know, three four years in. Kind of referral started to happen, repeat stuff, um, and uh, I had already met Rochelle at that time. My wife is also, you know, she she's a, a major player on this team. Uh, I certainly don't want this this uh, conversation to go without mentioning her because she's a, <laughs> she's a major she's a major player in what we do here. Yeah, get that um, in early. Get that in yeah, early for sure. Yeah, for sure. We'll get it in early, um, and we'll talk a lot about what she, what she brings, and because we'll talk about culture in a little bit too, and. Like she's the main driver of that. Um, then in 2012, you know, I was really Rochelle and I. She was working um, in the private sector uh, downtown Ottawa, and I was like, I think I need to hire somebody, you know. And uh, you know, I think we can do really well together, um, just with her, you know, her skills versus my skills. 
and uh, she she did uh, decided to jump ship. Her mom was a real estate broker as well, so she grew up in a real estate family, so it was kind of easy for her to kind of understand where we were at. Um, yeah, then 2012, 2013, 14, we kind of started growing the team. 2015, 16, we started hitting 100 transactions a year. Team slowly grew. Uh, we're now sitting 12 people, uh, six agents plus myself. And then our, we're, we're starting to grow and shift completely into an admin heavy. We're at four, four administrators plus Rochelle. And the reason for that is we're simply trying to build um, – you know, lives worth having, you know, so we're, we're trying to build foundation, a, fa a solid foundational model for agents to come in and plug and play into so that they can, we can just absorb all that stuff. Um, I, we've started, we've changed kind of our vision of who the client is. The West team client is the agent and we help service their clients, the buyers and sellers. So that's really where we're going and trying to transition into um, as we move forward here. Now, 2000, 2007, sorry, 2018, uh, again, big growth year. We end up with 151 transactions at, I don't know, 59 million, getting around that $500,000 $500, a house. Um, and then this year we're at already 216, 217 going to give or take what happened yesterday uh, and almost at a hundred million, almost at a hundred million, like 99 million in transactions. So we're like, we're, we're definitely having some major growth and bringing in uh, with our, with our admin and ops team. That's where we're building. Awesome. Yeah. And like we said there, that's what, what it comes down to as you build it out further is the, the agents, you're almost like a brokerage in a sense, the agents become the clients to you uh, running the team and the admin team and that's their clients, right? Then, there's clients yeah. and then there's outside clients. They're both, they're all clients, but you, yeah. the agents on your team are succeeding and having a great experience. That's going to feed out into the, the, the clients, the buyer seller clients, right? Yeah, for sure. So one of the, one of the, uh, you, you say you're kind of like a brokerage, but well, we ended up because we're in Ontario. So we're going to be Canada wide here. Uh, one, one thing that maybe, maybe other people don't understand across Canada is in Ontario, we weren't able to incorporate. So I actually had to open up a sub brokerage here. Our brokerage, yeah. I, I am my own brokerage now. With the prep coming out, um, we're we're going to kind of decide, you know, how we play into that. But we're just going to wait for it to roll out and let everyone else figure it out. We're just going to stay stand where we are until we uh, until we figure that one out. But we're we're our own brokerage. Yeah, makes sense. And you're the broker record for that, is that right? I, I am the broker record for that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I get the emails from Rico when they come. <laughs> fun, fun, always fun. That stuff, I'm sure. Yeah. So um, you're yourself now, do you, well, actually let's go back to start for a little quick second because 2007, 2008 doesn't sound like the most exciting time to start out in real estate. Maybe, you know, I'm not sure your market was affected. Uh, Canada wasn't affected as much as the U.S. for That's sure. Right. But um, what was the experience like starting out then? Was it a challenging market at that point? Yeah, it was challenging. Uh, we were really, what I remember was, you know, when we were pricing homes was, Ottawa the market was still pretty good those years. It, was, it wasn't until just a little bit later 9, 10, 11, that we kind of felt um, felt a little hit in the market. 7, 8, 9, we were still saying, okay, price the home plus 5%, sell for 97%. Like 25 days on market, that was kind of how, how you sell your listings. And then, you know, 2010, 11, 12, um, we, were, we were seeing very little growth. 
you know, the condo market just took a nosedive. We didn't lose money where meaning the prices went down, but people were absolutely losing money because they had no equity and couldn't afford to sell. You know, like it's going to cost you $25,000 to sell a house. They just didn't have the equity. Right? So that was that those early years were the challenging years. Um, I think in the auto real estate, we auto was kind of, kind of, we, we call it insulated against it all. We have a lot of government. So the jobs are always still here. So we didn't see a big, big loss where I, I know that the bubbles kind of GTA, Vancouver, they kind of, they kind of hit, hit a little harder than we did here in Ottawa. Yeah, that makes sense. Really, really stable, uh, employment there. I would, I would think, right. Yeah. So, um, What's been, uh, as you built it out over the years and, uh, you know, specifically, I guess, last five years or so when you're really building out the team, what's the, you know, ups and downs that you've gone through? Have you, have you had some ups and downs in terms of hiring, firing and, and, and all that and anything you've learned through that? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I, uh, if Rochelle was more on the show, she could talk more about the hiring and, the, and, the, and that type of thing. Like we, we learned that we needed to keep the sales in. That's why I'm still in sales and I'm still active. Uh, even though every time we sit down, I'm like, my job is to sell less and less and less and be more of a mentor coach to those agents. And that's truly where, where I'm trying to go. The hiring and the hiring process, again, we we took um, career visioning. Again, Keller Williams course, those who might be with different brokerages, it's still open to everybody. It was really, really great. I took it twice with Rochelle. Uh, she then took it another, uh, another time. I think she was in... I think it was GTA, again, wherever it was. She took it a third time as she realized that that's kind of where she was going to focus. Uh, we just followed that model. Um, we didn't rush it. We we tried to find the right person, but we truly knew that if we found the right personalities to fit with us, where it wasn't like we're not here trying to, you know, have people punch cards and things like that. We needed people to be committed to the goals and committed to the vision that we had so that. You know, I, I get it. You want Saturday off. I, I need you for 10 minutes on Saturday and you can ha just come in half an hour late on, on Monday. I don't care. Um, so we just didn't want that. So uh, we really needed to find those personalities that fit with us because we're trying to build culture, not sales. We know that if we can bring the, bring in the culture, we can teach sales. You know, I've been in sales my whole life. Pretty not, not simple to get that personality that can do it. But once we build the knowledge, that sales is easy. So it was really bring, bringing in the culture to make sure that people wanted to be here, work with us. We don't want to turn over doors here. You know, um, we've, we've had a couple turnover. Um, it hurts because we're all, we're all so committed to everybody. Um, so that, that, those are the challenges was bringing it slow to slow to hire. And then, and then the exits that when people do leave, it's, you know, it's hard. So we wanted to make sure that we build that place to stay here. Yeah, I love how you say that. Culture is really kind of the stickiness, right, of the organization. It's the glue that keep everything, uh, keep keep people around, keep people excited beyond just money. Because obviously, yeah. money is great, and everyone wants to make money. And yeah. there's, you know, what's the money going to do? And 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 I think having a great culture is, you know, as a team, maybe what's the money going to do for the team? What's it going to do for everybody? And uh, that's that's the stickiness I find for sure. Yeah. Um, we we want the money when it comes to money. We want money to be so transparent. You know, coming from a restaurant industry. You know, like where that where where you're talking about sharing twenty dollar tip on the table, well, we bring it here too. Like like you you deserve to get paid for what you do. Um, so like if someone helps you show some houses and things like that, we've kind of tried to work in a little bit of stuff so that everyone, you know, are are you helping each other or is this a commission split? If this is a commission split, I need it in paper before, I need it on paper or in the email, 
before the transaction gets written. Because once the transaction gets written, money money becomes the the evil part of that whole thing, right? And, oh, I want the extra money. So we right from the very beginning, we wanted money not to be a problem here. Um, so money money is a very very open conversation that we try and have. Um, you mentioned uh, I didn't want to forget it. You mentioned a great course there, and I know um, uh, I've taken it uh, career visioning. I'm talking about I've taken it yeah. five maybe times as well. Yeah, awesome. Um, I think basically every year take it at least once just to just to maintain the the knowledge there and also ultimately as you grow your teams up it's, it becomes about the people right that's sure pretty much number one I, I don't there's some other pieces that are important the people are really the the most important piece to making sure your business keeps thriving and and that they're achieving everything they want and all that so getting the right people on the bus is is really a huge yeah. piece of the equation right so how else could you expect to do that without training yourself on how to do it and, and learning sure. from others that have done it many, many times before, right? And getting a system in place. So, yeah. And just doing it once isn't, isn't nearly enough. Like, I remember my first time sitting through it. It wasn't called career visioning at the time. It was... Uh, good question. I, I forget what it was, but it was, it was a similar type thing. I just yeah. sat there going, man, I have all these job descriptions. That was my aha from that, from the first time through. After you know, second, third, fourth time, you know, we were taking different things. We were learning how to interview. We were learning how to ask questions. We were diving, you know, diving deep into their past employers, right? Like, were they a strong? Were they strong with you then? You know, would you hire them back? Type thing. Um, and nobody teaches that. You know, it wasn't in real estate school, right? It wasn't in my broker course, right? Yeah, so, hardly, not much is in those. Not much is in those. Maybe how to not get fired or how to not get sued, uh, yeah. but not much. Not much beyond that, right? And and you're always at a different point when you take these course. Uh, recruit select it just came to me. Recruit you, select. You recruit select. So now it's career vision. So great course. If anyone wants to uh, learn about that, I mean, I, I I know I could. I'm sure you could. Uh, you know, share some info on where that is or when it's happening next. Because if you're looking to grow a team and you and you're looking to hire people, that is the course in real estate in my mind to take. And there's a reason why you and I and others are constantly taking it. Um, yeah. it's just a huge piece of it and it gives you a system to follow, right? And it makes it a lot easier, a lot like, easier. Years ago, as we started building this, you, you bring up systems, you know, let's be team building just for an, a moment here. And like, like the, the MRA book offers so much. And everyone's like, well, it's just the book and it's a Keller Williams thing. It absolutely is not. Um, years ago, probably 2013, 14, we were kind of struggling around like, like on how to build each step of this. And I just went, what are we doing? Like, like Keller, like the, the MRE book, there's so much in, in connect. There's like eight different books. I'm like, there's the model. Let's just build the foundation through that model. And then we'll get creative about who we are, how we work, why choose the West team, you know? And uh, yeah, so right now we're truly building, still building out those eight, those eight modules so we can better serve our client, meaning, the agent so that they can then go and better serve their client. Mm -hmm. yeah. That book so, has, that book is a huge reference point for us too. It's, it's not, it's not a once and done. That's for sure. It's something yeah. you can constantly go back on and just, it's your whole, your whole team building model is right there. And I think you're going to, people stray off a little bit, right. And customize here and there. But everyone thinks, it's, everyone thinks that it's in that red book, the Bible, right. And it's not, it's not there. There's just, there's, there's a, a, a thousand page module that goes with, that goes with that book, right? Like managing the MRE office, you know, buyer, buyer specialist, listing specialist, uh, lead systemizing lead gen. You know the book. You know the ones I'm talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Those, those are the gold. 
and and so uh obviously i I think that's those there's so much info there i think being around um since we're on it let's just touch quickly on the kw side of it because i think um we're both keller Williams agents i don't i'm not necessarily married to the brand it's just the the environment i think for me is a big piece but there's so much content and learning uh, opportunities within the company right sure it, 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 it's the umbrella that I decided to go with. Again, there's no Kool-Aid being drank. However, I've been going to all our, all our events, Family Reunion, Mega Camp, Masterminds. Uh, and as we as our production has increased, we got invited to more, right? I, I, you know, we went to Mastermind down in Boca Raton last year. You know, I sat at, at a table with people who were doing 4,000, you know, 3,000, 2,000 transactions at the same table having a mastermind and, and, and hearing their challenges. Their challenges were exactly the same that I was facing. They were just having it at a much higher level. Mm -hmm. like those, like, so what Keller Williams allows us to do, again, I don't, I've never been with anybody else. Um, I'm just, you know, you know, so, but the, the family that it, that allows me to be with, I now have mentors across the, across the U S we have business coaches in the U S that are coaching you know, our, our coaches with Maps Coach, uh, Gabby, absolutely fantastic. She allows us to have conversations with all her other clients. You know, we're all sharing data back and forth, sharing our projects that we're working on so that, you know, it's allowing us to level up, you know, much faster, much quicker in a direction that we know is at least proven by somebody else. And nothing like going down a path going, oh, dead end. You know, I'd rather get down there and go, oh, well, I could see the other side and just you know, West team it, you know, solve a little problem and keep going, then, you know, then to have to start all over again. Yeah. Helps you go faster and, and, and eliminates a lot of mistakes. If you just, you know, kind of copying what other people yeah. have already done and just following a, a bit of a model, at least that, that someone's already proven, right. Rather yeah. than starting from scratch it's a lot faster. Yeah. And again, just stick, just stick with the Keller Williams and we'll throw this one out in, in a second is I decided to go maps coach because they're all trained on that model. Right. So there was, if I wanted to go out to any of the other major coaching real estate platforms that are out there, you know, again, we can name five, 10 others that are, that exist. Um, they wouldn't know that model. So I decided that I'll stick with the MRE model, bring that in, run it until, until it's a foundation and use a coach that knows that model. And it's, and is ongoing adding to their repertoire of, of training materials and everything from that model. Like the models, as they, as they add different things and stuff, they're always getting that, that new version of it or the new training. And yeah, um, yeah I agree. Yeah. Uh, and so coaching, is it, do you have coaching for, throughout your whole team? Is it just you? Is it a couple of you? What does that look like on the team? Yeah. So uh, it started off with um, Rochelle and I would sit down once a week with, uh, with Gabby, shoot the shit, figure it out you know, put something in play to come back next week and action plan. Um, and then it came, it got to a point where I, I had a lot to do. And again, this is a cop out and, you know, if Gabby watches this, she's going to lose her mind probably. But like it, it then got to where Gabby was working with Rochelle one-on-one. -on -one. Um, I decided to allow them to not allow bad word. I didn't mean that at all. Um, the, the, I think the better plan was for, Gabby and Rochelle to work together, building our administration platforms and our back end and building up culture while I was just out there grinding, grinding with the team, getting sales done, uh, allowing, allowing, you know, the finances to stay afloat while we, while we built all this. Um, now we, we switched over and we still have our one-on-one -on -one with Gabby, but Taylor, our, our main, we'll call our office manager as we kind of grew from 
three to four to five people. She's still here. Again, um, Taylor's a 12 when it comes down to talent. You know, we want to talk about talent. Like we, we found one that, you know, she's not going anywhere. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so now Gabby and Taylor are working together, getting, creating the new job because she's moving into director of client care, you know, which will be basically managing that database. You know, on your, on your last show, Ben, Ben was absolutely fantastic. And he hit the nail on the head there with the deals come from the database. Like it's the, it's the relationships that count, right? It's not like I'm, we're, we talk about it in our sales meeting. We're like, how many leads did you get last week? You know, and we start counting the internet leads, like 80% of our business is coming from past clients and referral. Like, like why are we worried about these internet leads? You know? I was going to ask you, actually, it's so good. You kind of answered part of it, at least there is, is what does that look like in your business? Where, where does 80% repeat referral? Is that your own database? Is that, um, yeah. Teams database? Is that other agents specifically their database or a mix? So, uh, uh we're using, we're using follow-up boss. Uh, I, I, I haven't found anything yet that matches dollar per, per um, what's there. Um, so really the business focuses on, on my database cause I've just been in real estate longer. Now I have, we, we worked on putting on every one of my contacts, my past sales, my past clients, a, a, a collaborator agent on all of those so that anytime something comes back in they're they're always CC'd through follow-up boss on those emails so that they know what, what to pick up on. Uh, we're building out now their past client databases and it's again, Taylor's new job because we've created this. We've found that that's the secret sauce, past clients, close friends, your VIPs, focus on them, give them the one-on-ones, give them the wine and dines, give them the free giveaways. If you don't know them, they're not doing business with you. So focus on the people who have done or will do business with you and throw and, and love on them. So that's what we're doing. So now we're building up their business so that they get those repeat and referrals starting to happen inside their database, build that up. And was like, and again, they get to take that with them. You know, if they ever chose to leave, um, we're trying to build a culture here where nobody leaves. Okay. And so this is not a turn and burn. We're not in a turn and burn industry. This is, this is a long game for us. Yeah, a lot of, uh, I guess it comes back to say, like the mindset of um, your clients or your agents in a sense, right? So yeah. if you're treating your database of buyer and seller clients like that, you kind of have the same approach to your agents on your team, right? They're your database of people you're working with and they're yeah. always going to be the ones that you grow with. Yeah. Um, yeah. As long as you pour into them. Yeah, even the marketing stuff, we're trying to, we're, we try not to send out, you know, 100 emails a year uh, of, hey, look, we just listed this house. We don't. We, we send out very little of that. We're trying to just, we're, we're trying to send out, we send that stuff out to the people we don't know. The internet leads get that stuff. The people we know, like, and trust us as their realtor don't, don't need that stuff. Now, you know, it would be crazy of us not to send out the weekly or a monthly that doesn't have our, our, our branding and, and our sales in it in the, in the event that they are somebody. But we want, we want those people to find that stuff on really, I feel on Facebook. Like, like, if you want to follow my stuff on Facebook, there it's there, right? I don't. I, I want to save that inbox for something special, so that it makes sure that it gets opened, right? So, um, what's let's talk about the realtors on your team. What does what a day in the life of a realtor on the West team look like? Uh, that is a great question, and, and you know, it's you know, it's it's my new project that is sitting right right here. I must have I don't know 
it, it's got to be four inches thick of of stuff because um, I because I believe the agent wants a purpose and I I think that everybody wants to know wake up every morning and, and be told what to do you know so and it's not told what to do where I must do this or I don't have a job it's not that at all I want to give them the platform and the tools to do it if they want it right and everyone's different you know you know on our team Aislinn's goal is completely different than Jen's goal you know, Jen's goal and Mitch's goal might be the same, but they have they Jen wants to spend more time with her family and kids, right? Like, so how does Jen reach the same financial goal but have all that extra time? You know, how does you know Katie wants to be rookie of the year? How does how, how do we get that? Why do you want to be rookie of the year? All those types of things. So what does an what does their day look like? I'm trying to, or I intend to, finish this project this year so that we can have it. But what I want it to look like is. How many meaningful conversations can you have with people that you know? Just again, reach out and find out how they're doing, how the, how you can help. Get all that stuff done by noon. What are you gonna What are you gonna do to build yourself? What 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 education are you gonna do to better yourself and make you more of an expert than the next guy, or you're just like all the others? And then in the afternoon, go meet people, help them, help their businesses, and in turn we're hoping that more and more repeat and referral come in from those actions. So that's what so, I hope that's what we're, that's what we're intending that that day looks like. Yeah. The relationship building <clears throat> pretty much and, and sticking to that. And so a lot of their stuff, a lot of the administrative stuff uh, of, uh, of real estate is probably helped or taken off their hands completely by your, your administration team. Right. That is, so we've, as we've grown here over the last two years, again, lots have happened in two years. You know, two years ago, I think we hit like 101 transactions, and now we're probably going to get close to like 250 uh, in in 700 days. Um, in that time, we've we've added three. So there was two administrators at that time doing 100 transactions. We now have four plus Rochelle leading and coaching that throughout um, over two years. So the jobs were all jumbled. Now we're trying to compartmentalize each. So now we have a dedicated VA that handles transactions. So we have a transaction coordinator that their sole purpose is to organize that paperwork, get it into through and get it through compliance, upload it where it needs to go, all that stuff, and then backfill the database. Um, we Aislinn, Aislinn is currently transitioning out of listing manager. So her job is once we list a home, her job is to get it on the market, you know, through uh, that goes right through from staging consultations, handyman fixes, changing carpets, painting, all that stuff. Like just get the get that house looking like the bride on the wedding day, you know, for for MLS and showings. So that that's her job is to get it on the market, and then the administration stuff that goes behind it. Um, then we just hired uh, Marissa to come in and take take over that. Aislinn's transitioning out into being a full time realtor again. That's that's a hard part is getting someone to transition out of an administrative job and then into sales and then replace that position because they're in a hurry to get out. You know, but she yeah. she again that's her right behind me, but she's a rock star too on this team. Uh, oh, she's saying I. I guess they're listening. <laughs> um, yeah, and then. Um, yeah, just the four, and then we have Pratt. Uh, she is, I would say that she's just the the assistant to all the 
agent admins, right? So like all the things that have to get done that have to get done. Like right now she's printing, I think she just emailed me, Josh, I'm downloading the database to get Christmas cards ready. Okay, like it's October, awesome, you know? So the, that's that's where we're, we're sitting there. Cool, and then uh, you were telling me before the show that you're kind of working on some other cool stuff for the agents as they grow into incentives and stuff, stuff like that. What are some uh, what are some things you're working on there that uh, can add some extra value longer term to your agents? Yeah, I, I, like I think you're talking about uh, the the building of investment properties that, that I'm doing. Yeah, mm. so um, I am currently so in 2017 I I bought a piece of land uh, with the intention of uh, building and building a triplex, fourplex. Um, and then my idea was, I knew that there was lenders out there that would lend the construction loan. And I know that there are lenders out there that don't require a payment and they'll bill out at the far end when it's done. So my idea was, how can I build, you know, a big investment property that I probably wouldn't, or anybody wouldn't be able to buy up front? How can I build it with very little out of my pocket? So I bought a piece of land. And then I struggled through the, again, I found, again, I, I had some pretty good relationship with builders. So they answered a lot of questions for me as we went through it. But, you know, just getting permits, getting zoning, getting the designs done. Um, because my idea was that I wanted to cookie cutter this into all we needed to do was find the next piece of land. And we already had the system to rebuild. So basically, I'm, I have one built being built right now. Roof's going on next week. Um, so we're going to try and get it airtight before snow. We actually, we woke up to snow for the first time this morning. Uh, it's coming. That's fun. That's fun. Coming we're, fast, uh, I'm still good here for maybe another, I don't know, not for long, probably, but we've been, yeah. we've been okay here avoiding that so far. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so, so the idea was, you know, what was the, what, what was my all out of pocket? And I'm probably only outside of the piece of land. I'm probably only out of pocket right now, about $45,000. That's get it. I had to pay the architects. I got to pay uh, for just permits and stuff like that. And then it came to the big piece was the permit. You know, that's the big piece of that outside the land. But what I what I ended up finding out was once I bought the land, if there was no mortgage on it, I could get eighty. I could get my construction company to lend me back eighty percent of that money to pay for the permit. This was like seventy three thousand dollars was for my permit. So now that and then we reverse engineer. We got the final appraisal was one point two. I know that my building cost and my land was going to be just under 800. So there was going to be, you know, $250,000, $300,000 to pay back the land. I was going to make 200 grand on the buy and the build, pay myself a little bit of money to put it into the next project. And that next project is just starting. I bought seven lots in Almont. I got another little town outside of the suburban uh, Ottawa sprawl by a little town. And uh, again, never done this before. I went from one, now I just bought seven, hasn't even closed yet. Uh, I was forced into purchasing them uh, unserviced. So again, never serviced a lot before, but I just spent an hour on the phone last night trying to figure out how to service this. The idea here is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go through all the struggles to figure it out so that it, I can come out smooth sailing on the other end so that I can say to these guys, um, you need, you need $50,000 and here's all your tasks that you're going to have to go do. Or, or, or maybe, maybe it's, maybe it's a hundred thousand dollars. You need a hundred thousand dollars. So go talk to mom and dad, or maybe two agents do it together. I don't know what the final outcome is. I'll know once I finish this one build about how much out of pocket did I truly need? Because that's cash is 
cash is the hardest thing to come up with. Mm-hmm. But if I can get it lent to me and have no mortgage payment and all they got to do is take it out of my, my equity. So let's say it cost me $30,000 for six or seven months. Cause it's going to co- like, they're going to give me like $900,000 to build this thing, but I'm not going to pay for it. Pretty, pretty amazing things. There's lots of stuff you can do with uh, with uh, creative financing in, in different yeah. ways, right? In, in in real estate, which is such a cool part of being in it, yeah. and then um, and then you know being able to share that amongst team members in in, in any way that that looks is is going to be exciting, I think. And uh, and that's where like you know being aligned with the right people and uh, and uh, and sharing and you know all this cool stuff that you're doing is is really exciting. I think a lot of people aren't necessarily comfortable. You even sound a little uncomfortable with the part of it, but it's it's exciting, and that's what the growth is, right? Yeah. That's what that's what doing anything new is like. Even explaining it, I'm not quite sure what what I'm doing half the time. Uh, again, yeah. I just wake up and I make one step and I figure out is that the right way of doing it, you know? And I'll come back and I'll talk to a couple people like, of my builder friends that are doing it, and we'll solve that problem. Uh, but you know, I used the analogy earlier is like flying flying first class alone is no fun. <laughs> right? Exactly, like, I, way, I want, way more fun with people on the bus. Yeah, I want all these people coming first class with me, and we don't even think about it. We just go. So. Because that's so. There's been a lot of there's been a lot of like uh, I guess let's say weirdness in this year, and and uh, I think I've seen a lot of the um, a lot of the bigger teams and stuff are really having pretty good years overall because they're because they're probably have energy going in and they're not sitting at home by themselves trying to figure out you know if they should even leave their house or not. But what have you found with the team this year in terms of like you know energy, mental health, that sort of thing? Like what what have been some ups and downs maybe with that as you've been. Uh, going through this weird 2020. Yeah. Um, first I'll, I'll just start off with, uh, my wife is a, is a godsend when it comes to this is like, this was, this was her goal was to keep mindset and all that stuff and mental health, um, front and center on the team. Like when we start our Monday morning meetings, she starts with mindset lessons and all that stuff. So, um, you know, I think it's tough for people who don't come from that background and, you know, is it hokey pokey stuff? Like it's hard to, you know, get in there and believe it. Um, so it's now trying to convince everybody that these, you know, I'm not saying wake up and do your morning affirmations is the, is the way to go. But, you know, I truly believe that, you know, the thought process, the, the, the moving through it has to be it. Again, Rochelle would be a much better um, uh, person to have this conversation with you, but, the struggles is with the team is when, when we first shut down in March, again, I, you're like GTA. Are you in Peel region? Hamilton. 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 Like, we, like, yeah. we, just had a, we just shut down again. Yeah. Peel like, as well. Like, right. You're right. Yeah. Our market is, is tanking again. It's staying strong, but like we just got, all got sent home again. Right. So Mar- March was tough. You know, was everyone, everyone, nobody knew what was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, we just shut down and, you know, I just stayed coming in. Like nobody was in the brokerage, but the brokerage was still open, you know, so, but nobody was here. I just came in every single day. Um, the problem is nobody else did. So how was their mental health? So we, we did our best and we really, Rochelle did our best keeping in touch with the agent saying, how are you? Even though we had our, our great days. So we, we stayed in touch with all of the admin really well. It was then the, the struggle was, you know, how do we also find out about the agents who don't have to be in the office? Right. So there was a big struggle. So I, I think that mindset and then just reaching out and saying, how are you? Right. Like what's going on? Are you struggling? You know, financially, how are you doing? Your relationship, how are you doing? I think everyone had these struggles at home. Simply we were spending more time with each other. 
So, yeah, again, it's hard to hear that way for sure. I think that's one of the, you know, again, it's come back to the building a relationship. It's almost in a pot. It's maybe a positive for you long run, long run. Cause it kind of maybe triggered that, uh, that conversation a little more. Um, yeah. whereas, you know, we see each other every day. Sometimes you're not really, sometimes you go surface level and you never, never really bother to ask how they're just, how they're doing. Right. Where I think, um, this year has added a lot of that to the mix, which probably is a good thing actually long-term. You know what, if, if you're in it for the long haul and you truly do want culture, um, I think that that's the only thing that you should be focusing on is making sure that everyone's great. Mm -hmm. You know, we can, we can solve money later. What, anything else you've learned this year in terms of like, uh, you know, it's been a wild and crazy year with like the way we're showing houses, doing, uh, uh open houses, all that stuff's kind of shifted in a lot of ways. Has there been anything else that you've, you guys have learned or implemented this year that, uh, that you foresee doing ongoing now? Well, I think that you're really, I think people want to be cared for. Like when we're talking about the client, like the buyer and seller now, uh, I think that they truly just want to be cared for. So when you bring it in and show them that, that you truly care about their well-being, you understand that you need to, you need to sell your home. That's why we're selling it. Now, how the best can we take care of you and your family during this time? So really we, we did a lot in educating people. Like our market just took off, right? Like we were, we had a 28% increase. Like in prices, a, not in sales, a, not in sales, I'm guessing, but in prices, right? Yeah. Yeah. So like that, that money to sellers who haven't seen an increase in, in, in five years, it, it meant a lot. So if they just focusing on them, letting them know that, you know, in this trying time, we're going to do everything we can to make sure we're looking up for your best interests. We know this, we knew the sales would come. Just, just work with us on it. Let's get your house prepared properly. Let's advertise it. Let's keep, let's keep all the, you know, looky lose out. Let's do all the right marketing for it. Get all the pictures, the virtual tours, all that stuff, so that we only get quality showings. Right? Take care of their house on the inside. We even said, you know, like here's all your Lysol wipes and your hand sanitizers. We also then said, hey, when you come home, your first thing should be. Go around and clean the light switches and the doorknobs just to keep you just to keep you safe because we can't prove that those agents are wearing masks and gloves and and are using the hand sanitizer so these are the, some little things now I, I don't know i don't know how long this is going to last i don't think it's going away all right are we in it for another tomorrow. year it's not going away tomorrow right is it another year is it two years i don't know we'll we'll figure that out next month and month after but for now it's how can we take care of them Little kids, we, we, because it the market was so hot, we knew we could hold offers for three or four days. We had people say, or we at least recommended that maybe you go stay in, you know, that the nice hotel. I recommended the Brook Street, but the, they're empty. So you know, you get a five-star hotel for like ninety-nine bucks a night because nobody's there, right? No one's traveling into these hotels, so they get to bring their family out, swim in the pools. Nobody's home, have some fun. So that and they're only gone for three or four days, so we can hold offers. And, and implement that. We did recommend that a couple of times and a lot of people did move out into, you know, their country home over the, over the summer or uh, moving with mom and dad just so that we could have full access to the house. Yeah. That, that certainly makes it easier in a hot market. Um, yeah, it's fairly always doable when it's a, a more of a balanced market. Right. But uh, yeah. who knows the hot market might be here to stay for a while. Cause it's uh, it's been everywhere. It seems has been on fire for a while. Um, yeah. Money's cheap and, uh, and uh, money's cheap and there's not uh, overly, uh, it doesn't look like there's a lot of supply coming anywhere. So um, yeah. 
probably we 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 felt since the last shutdown that we just shut down uh, ten days ago. Like showings, offers, everything has dropped right off. Like we're still getting multiple offers on some properties, but it's not five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten offers now. It's two, three, four. Like it's yeah, it's interesting. So you're not so people are allowed to show houses still. Yes, correct or no? We we have okay. we have always been able to show houses. Open houses were brought back just for a brief period of time. Uh, we we didn't go back to open houses. We 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 have not done an open house since March. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I think a lot of people, um, a lot of realtors kind of just take that and go, well, maybe I should just hang out at home and do nothing then, um, which I think has been interesting. I see, obviously, you got you and your people there uh, doing some work, obviously, today. And probably, yeah. like you said, you were in there from day one. Uh, yeah. All these type of weird markets and weird uh, kind of maybe slowdowns for some people are opportunity, right? And I think that's where a lot of the teams have taken over this year. I, when I look at the numbers across the board, a lot of the teams are doing great. A lot of the solo agents or, or people on their own or small, small teams are kind of struggling, right? I think it's um, just emphasizes even more why a team can be really beneficial for people, especially early on in their career to get get launched and get in the right habits, get the right things going on. And, um, you know, in a really tough environment, still be able to kind of build energy and positivity and, and thrive together. I think that's been huge. I've noticed that a lot more this year. And uh, obviously in your results and the numbers you've shared this year, too, you've had had a great year. Yeah, I, I didn't really see the amount of agents on our boards, you know, dropping, what, 20, 30, 40, 50% over the next, if this keeps going, just, I don't, I don't know what the average cost is, but let's just say it's 500 bucks a month to keep your license, you know, in a, in a full service brokerage. You know, if you're doing the one or two deals a year, I just, you know, you have to have another job, whether you're whatever it is that you're doing. So I can see people not being able to afford that luxury of keeping the real estate license just to sell the one or two, right? Like, like this, this pandemic could really, um, you know, bring the memberships down on our, on our board. Definitely. I, I agree. Uh, what are the top couple of things you're working on with the team there over the next you know year or so? Anything really big? You've probably mentioned a couple already, but what are the, what are the main things that you're working on that's going to keep your team going and thriving? Yeah, we're um, so right now is building out building out our administration system so that we can love more on our client so that they have more time to f focus on their client. Um, so again, we just brought on uh, uh, Marissa is is coming in to to help us you know build out more systems you know so that we can focus on the database. Everything we're doing is about our net database. Again, MRE MRE term. It's all about. We're doing giveaways. We've partnered with some businesses um, for giveaways. Uh, Trailhead Paddle Shack uh, is one of our part main partners for this year. Uh, we've given away uh, we're, we're, our next giveaway is um, snowshoes. You know, we gave away a paddleboard, you know, sixteen hundred dollar paddleboard. Um, so this is how we're going to be loving on our database, letting people know that hey, we're here. We're giving back. We just did a pumpkin giveaway. So we're just going to continue to build on these small little events. So that when we can't join and get, come together, so we're going to try and create, not try and create, we, we have created an environment where people who want to do business with us can like us, follow us, be active so that, you know, hopefully they can prosper and get some free stuff. Love on the Met Mets and uh, and a little less focus on the non Mets by the sounds okay. of it. So I, I think that's a I think that's generally the right approach for most teams too in this in this environment certainly always for sure but definitely even more so probably in this environment right. Yep. Well, I, I want I want the low hanging fruit. You know, we're focusing we're we're trying to focus all of our time 
on those people that we know would do business with us mm -hmm. rather than spending the, the, what most traditional agents do is focus on the people they don't know and the leads that are coming in. Like I'm trying to, I'm trying to get people, we don't want those leads. We want them of course, because we want to add to the Met database, but that's going to be just a small portion of what we bring in through, through what our, uh, what we're trying to you know, implement. Yeah. It sounds like you, you want them, but you want to turn them into Mets and turn them into relationships, not just turn yeah, and burn. Not just turn and burn one. I, hey, you want to buy that house? Awesome. See you later. If we get that, those are awesome, right? Those are business that we didn't account for, but then we're going to add them to the, add them to what we're doing and bring them in and make them family. Make That's them what we're trying to do. Make a, make a big family of past clients. We call them forever clients. That's what they're right tagged on. in. That's what they're tagged in in the database is forever clients. Uh, actually, ours too. We also tagged them as forever. I think we. I might. I don't know where I learned that in the last year or so. Some somehow we just changed that this year. I think. You have a maps uh, coach. It probably wasn't. I do. Yeah, it probably yeah, wasn't maps. Yeah, yeah. Probably that. Yeah. So awesome. um. So what's uh? If someone wants to reach out to you and talk about something or learn from you, what, how can they do that? And uh, who would be the right people to reach out to you? Sure. Uh, hey, we're we're always happy to share anything. Um, it looks like you know. I think from the outside, it looks like that, that you know the you know this is well organized. This this is a hot mess, uh, <laughs> and we're we're so happy to learn and share and go through the challenges that we're doing. Um, there are teams that have been around a lot longer that might have some other things figured out, but we're just moving through it. Uh, you can reach me. My cell phone six one three two eight two five six seven four. Uh, I can, I'm great with text messages. The email inbox just gets jammed. So it's probably the last place you want to go. Uh, you can find me on, uh, Facebook, instant, uh, Facebook messenger is a great place. It's always there front and center. Um, uh, yeah, we're, we're in Ottawa. Uh, we service the whole area. We're happy to work with you, train with you, um, chat with you. Awesome. So yeah, I'd encourage everyone to reach out if they, uh, if they think they have some questions or, how, or could, uh, could learn from Josh and his team. Um, great resource there in the Ottawa area, certainly to, uh, to connect with and, uh, explore opportunities maybe and see where that might lead to. So definitely encourage any listeners to do that and, uh, check that out. Uh, thanks for coming on the show, Josh. Really great, uh, great lessons in this. I think there's some really key stuff in there that people can take away and, uh, hopefully go implement and, uh, grow their own businesses and, uh, and, you know, thrive in this market where whatever market we're in, especially going, taking courses to learn and grow their hiring, uh, processes and, and learn how to find the right people. Um, I actually just see Rochelle commenting here, hundred percent of your business from the database in five years. So, that's our goal. Uh, so getting there and, and, and really pouring into the database and the people, that's just, that's just a huge thing that I think, um, people definitely in this industry don't do enough of. And, and if you're not having fun, go find something else to do. Like this has to be fun. Right on. Yeah. Right. It's a lifestyle. It's there's no one there. So you better be having fun. And it's a super fun industry when it's done right. And it's a fun one to learn and grow with together and, uh, and build teams. in. that's one of the funnest parts about it. It's a, it's a great team environment. I think you've got a great team going there. Congrats right. on the success and everything you've got going on. Uh, really excited to see where you go with things. And uh, maybe we'll have you on the show again soon. Once you get to, maybe once you get to the hundred percent or closer to it, we can, uh, we can talk yeah. about the journey to get there because that's going to be a, a fun one and uh, really, really excited to see where you guys take it and uh, watch your growth uh, continued on. So, Perfect. yeah, if anyone wants to reach out to Josh, go for it. If they want to reach out to me, Sandy at McKay Realty Network dot com. And uh, that concludes our show here. Thanks for coming on, Josh. And Sandy, everyone else so have a great day. I'm, uh, I'm flattered to be a, been invited. Thank you so much. Awesome. Take care. Sure, then.